What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. My name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you are tuning in to another episode of the W Podcast, where you get wisdom and a word with the We Love. Hey, so we are super excited. If you were with us last week, you know we are in a part two series, part one, part two series of how do we meet, what are some mistakes we made, what are some failures. So if you liked last week, let us know in the comments because I think it was really good. But, story time. yes, but this week is going to be even better. We're going to get even deeper into some of the topics. So definitely stay tuned. I really think that some of you guys are going to get some good, good value from our conversation and help you in the long run. So first, y'all know we like to get into our would you rather question. So I'm going to jump right in. You ready? Ready. Let's go. Would you rather, we're going straight forward today. Would you rather fight a bear or a lion? Would you rather fight a bear or a lion? Gladiator style. Can it be a panda bear? Nope. It's... Yes, I choose panda bear. You choose. You have, like they're like they're soft or something. I think that they're a little bit more. I think that they'll rip your head. I think they'll rip your head off. Maybe they are right. Yeah, you go ahead and try them. Maybe it's whales. I don't know. Either way, Can I don't want to smoke with none of them. How about that? I think... Sorry, Peter. By the way, we love animals. It's just hypothetical. Do we? Um, We're not trying to get sued. Who watches this? But I would find a bear or a lion. I think that the problem is I don't know a lot about either of these animals and like mm. their fighting like habits. So I can't. What really more do you need to know well. besides they'll eat your head off? Well, one of them's got to be better than the other or worse. King right? of the jungle. Answer the question. You go on. I think I'm just going with the bear because I feel like they don't really want to eat people. It just kind of happens on defense where lions are more, they seem more aggressive. I don't know that lions don't have predators, so they, they seem like very fearless. So that's my answer. True. I'm going to go with bear as well because, Poppy. no, it's just because they, if if they try to chase me, I'll run down a hill, and they can't run down a hill with their little stubby leg, and then they fall over. So that, and then that I'll run the other way. Is that a fact? It may be a fact. I feel like I heard it somewhere before. Stubby leg? <laughs> yeah, a little stubby Especially leg. Especially when cartoons. Yeah. See <laughs> my Yogi Bear? Yeah. So, uh, the lion, they might, they could probably catch me, but the bear, probably. they could probably catch me. Adrenaline, I mean, Usain Bolt. But, the bear, I'm going downhill. What if there is no hill? Shut up. It's my story. <laughs> I'll go with the bear. Or I'm yelling, Jesus, please save me. But that was... You get to meet Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we're going to get into this week's topic. Let's go. So now we're going to transition more to what were some of the mistakes we made? What were some of the successes that we did? Things that we think helped us? Throughout our whole dating. Yeah. So let's just go straight into it. Uh, and I want to do mistakes first because it's not like we, we did not, by any stretch, have a perfect relationship. Yeah, and to give some context, we dated for, from our first date as boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, which was, you know, December 30, 2015, to the wedding date was two and a half years. We got married on June 1st, 2018. Um, so we had a pretty, depending on where you come from, that could be a longer or short dating process. A lot of people, especially within the Christian world, tend to date very quickly. Um, a lot of people will date and get married in like six months, like date for three months, be engaged for three months, and then they're married. And that's 
cool if that's what you know is best for you um and some people date longer i don't i always think you should what is the saying ben stewart says that you should date as long as you need to but not longer than you have to so some people do need to date longer because they met on uh tinder or like they just don't know each other from adam and or maybe they just recently got out of a really bad relationship i don't know it just depends or if you're 15 years old you know you need to date for a, a little bit longer um but versus some people who are older sometimes they know what they want they can go pretty quickly they have finances all that things so all those things so it depends that was our story we're kind of right in the middle i like to think and i feel like the lord did that on purpose so very grateful for our story, um, even though I know I wanted us to be dating a lot shorter than we Yeah, were. and I would say one of the mistakes, and you know, take that word for whatever you want, but one of the mistakes that I feel like we did while we were dating is I feel like we focused a little too much on marriage. So obviously, y'all know we think you should date to marry. That should be your intention. But we sometimes would get so consumed and man, I wish we were married. Man, I wish we could get married because I was in college for a lot of our relationship. So I didn't have- He was a year behind me, but then he did a fifth. Yeah, you know, I had an extra year because they wanted me to stay an extra year. Anyway. He graduated the year we got engaged, which was 2017. Yes. So I didn't have the money for most of our relationship to be marrying anybody. So that just wasn't realistic. (laughs) I mean, I didn't either, for being honest. Yeah. Thank you. But- which is good because yeah, it just helped. Anyway, and that's different pressure as a man. Yeah. yeah. So we decided, not decided, we had to wait longer as far as when do we want to get married? When could we get married? But all throughout that time, I don't know if we really waited well because there was a lot of conversations about, oh, I wish we were married. Yeah. I wish I had Justin Bieber's money so I could marry you. I think someone may have said, I don't know who said that. I, uh, you know, remember that? Praise God. Uh, <laughs> Justin B, that's extreme. I know, but (laughs) boy was desperate. So we just, I feel like we talked, we focused too much on it. We weren't focusing enough on what is God doing in us in this season. Obviously God had us start, we believe God had us started dating when we did. And he had us waiting as long as we did for a reason. So what is the Lord trying to teach us about patience? What is he trying to teach us about ourselves, uh, about how we treat each other, how we love each other, how yeah. we serve each other, whatever. I wish we would have focused more on that and not focused so much about when we're going to get married because I just feel like at times that put unnecessary stress and pressure on us that we didn't need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say, wouldn't have said focusing on marriage was a mistake because as I... I said, we, I feel like we did too, we were too focused on it. Okay, I mean, I agree with that, but as I mentioned... In the previous part, I am somebody who is very focused on, like, the end and, like, the goal. I'm very goal-oriented. I'm very competitive. I'm very, I want to get this done and make sure it gets done. Love crossing things off lists, that type of thing. And not that I felt marriage was a hurdle or, like, um, something we needed to hurry up and get over with. But I think because of my past... And I was telling Tim that I just learned this about myself just in general. A lot of times I will try to rush things because I feel like if it doesn't happen right now, it won't happen ever. Mm. And that could be a fear mindset and probably is a fear mindset instead of, you know, God, I trust you with this relationship. And, you know, I know that it's going to turn into marriage in your timing and all of those things. I think we had good seasons and bad seasons. I think once we got our boundaries underway and started focusing on community and like, giving to other people it was more enjoyable yeah 
um, and it was less rushed and less pressure. And also, like, you know, once, not even once you were out of college, because we were, then we got engaged right after that. But I think, you know, once I kind of got myself together, because when we first, the, at the end of 2015, I still didn't have a job or like a full-time job. I didn't get a full-time job until what that was like april of 2016 so i was anxious in my own right in within my own personal life because of that um but yeah i think that it can be a rush and like given looking back at how young we were at the time it's kind of like yeah you probably should just enjoy where you yeah. are <laughs> we weren't ready at the time we thought we were and i think we it's weren't. tough too when you have like so many i shouldn't say so many because a lot of our close friends were not dating or engaged but there were just people around us we were around married people granted they were older than us but yeah. still when you're dating and you're around a lot of married people you're like man you i'm missing feel, out yeah. yeah and i think a lot of times dating there's a lot of inconveniences when it comes to dating and that's why a lot of people um there's a lot out. of inconveniences when you're trying to date in a godly way yes and i think that's like i was saying like, that's why a lot of people like check up because it's more convenient you have bills together you can drive places together i mean we drove places together obviously when we were dating too but a lot of it was like and tim lived like 40 minutes away from mm. where i lived so you know Oof. it was hard um we didn't have any neither one of us really had money we had like 15 dollar dates and yeah whatever. so it was humble so let's move on you said something about we started focusing more on community and i feel like one of the mistakes we made was we didn't look for godly other godly dating couples sooner so the first few months of our relationship we felt really lonely mm -hmm. uh, in the sense of like we didn't have any other couples we could go out with mm -hmm. and i wish we would have focused more because it's not like there weren't any other couples around per se it's just we have we were so we were so focused on us, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, when your head's in the sand, you can't see We couldn't that, yeah. see who was around us. And I wish we would have done more to, and we'll get more about into that in the success part, but I wish we would have done more early on to find other dating couples because being in community when you're dating, especially godly dating, is so key because one, you're around people who get it. They get how hard it can be. Yeah. Uh, you can have fun with them, but also they can help keep you accountable. So I, I just, I wish we would have done that sooner. Uh, and then the, the last thing I'll say for mistakes, and then you can say what you have to say, is I wish we would have never kissed from the jump. Now, some people disagree with this, and that's totally fine. That's your perspective. This isn't what we're about to say is not necessarily Bible. It's not a Bible verse that says when you're dating, don't kiss, because they don't talk about dating in the Bible. But for us, we feel like it's best not to kiss when you're dating because it can be a, a distraction. Just being honest it's very easy to just get pressed about okay i want to make out like a lot of times it can be used to help you not communicate well either because instead of learning how to talk through your problems you're just like man let's just let's just have fun let's just make out let's just ignore this problem and you don't learn how to build up those communication skills that are going to be crucial in marriage right when you need to communicate and making out ain't going to be something you want to do because you're not on good terms with your spouse so for us it was distraction for us if we would because of how long we dated if yeah. we would have kept kissing it would have probably led to something that we didn't want to happen right being premarital sex and well i mean that's like the extreme but or I mean, touching yeah, whatever petting people call it just yeah petting wow people call it that so <laughs> so for us we had to stop and there was a moment where we were making out where it just honestly got too hot and heavy 
um, no one touched or anything like that, but we just both walked away and was like, because your mind goes somewhere, yeah, you know, that it was just like, where this is too much. Like we, neither of us walked away and felt like the Lord is pleased with, with that makeout session. Right. The Lord is pleased with that. And we just knew that if we continued down that path, it was going to be bad. Uh, you know, whenever you're trying to scheme, because one of our boundaries was don't be in the house alone. So in order for us to make out, we got to, okay, where can we go to public, but still not be in the car. It was just weird. Like you're just doing too much. Why are you at a public park? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's just weird. So we were doing too much. And that's why we have a very strong stance on it because we really do believe after we stopped kissing, our relationship took off to a whole nother level and God was able to bless it. Um, yeah. But if you want to speak more on that, you can. And I, I, my hope is that with us being vulnerable and transparent and sharing our failures and sharing our mistakes, that it wouldn't be like a legalistic, when you hear these things, it's like, oh, they're just being legalistic Christians. Like, why you guys don't kiss? Like, Christians don't have any fun at all. Like, how are you going to date somebody and not kiss them? I mean, there's nothing wrong with kissing if you, if that's you and, you know, you have, there's your own conviction. I think that, I think the main thing is like follow your own convictions, but also you need to, it should feel challenging. It shouldn't feel like, oh, I get to indulge and do whatever I want. This is my person because that's not your person. They are still, you know, a brother and sister in Christ. And I've even heard one pastor say, you know, when people ask, because one part of the question is like, you know, how far can we go without sinning? And one pastor responded with, well, how far would you go with your sister or with your brother? And then that creeps people out, of course, because you wouldn't be kissing and making out with your sibling, I hope. But it's touchy, so I'm not, I, like, again, I'm never going to tell somebody you're sinning because you're kissing your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but I think it's more of just asking yourself, where is your heart Yeah. while you guys are together? And I think that's even, people can get lax, like, because there are couples who, like, don't kiss, but they spend all day, every day together, and, like, they feel possessive over that person, or, like, couples will share bank accounts, like, do weird things that, like, you just shouldn't be doing when you're dating, so it's, like, it's more about your heart posture, do you honor and respect the person that you're with, or are you looking at them like they're a piece of meat that they're there to satisfy your sexual and your physical right. needs? Because we're not saying that everyone that has or has ever kissed in a relationship is sinning or is ungodly or whatever. But some of you, let's keep it 100, you know you probably should stop kissing. Because even Jesus said that if you if you even look at a woman lustfully, you have sinned. So some of you know when you're making out, you're not thinking about Jesus. You're thinking about... What other things you want to do with that person. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know... We're just going to keep it 100 with you here. Yeah, that's a major key because there's, you know, there are couples who can peck, like, on the lips and like keep it controlled and, like right. that's great but we're more talking about like tongue and making out and like hands everywhere and breathing heavy and just yeah. it's like your your body is doing is like preparing to have sex and like that's not where you want to be um but yeah pe if you're like on a pecking hello goodbye type um kind of interaction like that's different but again i don't want to be legalistic about it it really is about you and you having your own convictions with the Holy Spirit and asking yourself, are these boundaries, when we think about boundaries, are they keep you in line? Are they helping me get to where I want to go? And where you want to go is always at the feet and closer to Jesus. And you have a personal story about kissing even before we got together. Well, yeah, because that's what I would say, for, or that's kind of on my mistakes list is like similar to him, but my mistake was not sticking to my personal boundary of not kissing before marriage. Because before we 
so before we got together, before we were ever a thing, I, you know, kind of made a resolve in my heart because of my past that I was not going to kiss before I got married. I wanted my next first kiss to be my last first kiss um, at the altar. I thought that that would be really special. And I also felt like it would, because of my past too, because this also plays a big part into your boundaries. And we've talked about this in other videos. Uh, but because I had a very sexual past, I knew what I was capable of. I knew, you know, kind of just what I was capable of. And, and so for, if you're a virgin or you've never even kissed anybody before, your struggle is gonna be different than mine. And you know that, you have to keep that in mind as well. You have to know where you're vulnerable. Just like if you've broken your arm before and you go out to do some type of, you know, activity, or we've talked about, you know, Tim and I watch basketball, watch professional sports together. Like those guys who injure their ACLs, NCLs, whatever, they're wearing knee braces. They have to do stretches and things like that because they're, they know where they're vulnerable. If they go out there and pretend like they have no injury, they're going to be more likely to injure themselves. So you have to kind of be aware of your past and your sin. Call sin, sin. Don't just say, oh yeah, with somebody, you know, who did, like I did this thing with was one time, like I need to go through the healing and the freedom process um, from that. But yeah, so that was kind of my mistake was like, I wish that I had stuck to my boundary. And I remember I shared this with Tim when we were talking, because we actually didn't have our first kiss until we became boyfriend and girlfriend in December. So that whole like, whatever, October, November, up until most of December time, we weren't kissing, which was great because we did get to talk and all that stuff. Um, but I had told him, like, yeah, I don't want to kiss until, you know, I'm married. And this man laughed at me. Yeah, I didn't get it. And I'll just be honest. I just really didn't get it. Uh, maybe, like, some of you, like, what's the big deal? Like, I didn't think it was, I didn't think, we're not having sex, so what's the problem? I just, that's honestly was my heart. Yeah, because some it, people think, sorry, some people think, like, kissing is over here and sex is, like, all the way, it's, like, such a big Right, that's honestly how I, I thought. And it took experience for me to realize, nah, you, this is something that you should not even play with. So, I hope some of you don't have to learn from experience, but that may be, if that may be, and here's the thing, and we're gonna talk about boundaries later and something that we feel like we did successful, but it's okay for your boundaries to change in dating. Just you because you guys have that. always kissed doesn't mean you have to continue if you feel like you should stop. It's okay to be like, look, we thought this was okay, we've learned that it no longer is, and, we, and we're gonna stop and move on. And guess what? That's what repenting is. Repenting just means turn to turn away from your sin. Yeah. So you're going in a different direction. So you guys were kissing. Now you're not if you choose to make that decision. So not just with kissing, but any boundary you may have in a relationship, it's okay to change that. Yeah. So I know you also want us to say something about friendships. Um, or learning or something like that from mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that was my first mistake that I wrote down was the not sticking to my personal boundaries with kissing. Um, even though we did learn from it, God uses everything. So I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. Um, another mistake that I felt like I made was making assumptions um, about each other's responses. Oftentimes, you know, dating is fun. You get to know each other. Um, and a lot of people, since we've become parents recently, and if somebody had said to you, recently about like oh yeah like I can't become a parent right now because I'm too selfish and um parenting is absolutely very selfless and we're just getting started I think we haven't even, it's just like a physical sacrifice at this point mostly sleep <laughs> but um 
you know, it's obviously a financial sacrifice and there's a lot of other, you know, things that you have to, you know, be selfless about when parenting. But that also applies to marriage and to just relationships in general. Um, a lot of us, you know, myself included, have had seasons where my friendships are not that great because I don't have anything to give or I haven't been, like, sacrificing and being selfless towards that. So I think a lot of times in our friendships, our relationship with God, our parents, whoever, if our relationships are struggling, it's usually because we're being selfish. If you are being selfless and generous, um, sure, you may not be getting a lot from that person, but if you're giving, you're going to feel good. And if you recognize that that's what your kind of role is, is to give, you'll be much more joyful. Um, so all that to say, I, during our dating time, I was selfish because, you know, before we were together, I wasn't with anybody for a long time. I dated for like four years or something like that. Um, and I had great friendships, but friendships, of course, are like different than dating. Um, so I got to know myself very well. I was single, which was a great idea and a blessing, and I'm grateful for that time. But I got very used to how I do things and how I think. And I was not, I didn't have like a posture of, or a heart of learning when it came to you. I wasn't like, it was more of like you, and this sounds bad, it didn't really come across like in our daily interactions, but especially when we got to like a, a year or so when we were in it, like, and we were like, okay, this is like, we're, we're doing this, you kind of get comfortable. But it was more of like, why do you do that? Um, why don't you do it like this? Like, this is how I would do it. Um, versus I should have had a heart of, tell me more about why you responded that way. Um, you know, why did you make that choice instead of this choice? Oh, okay, this was your goal. Instead of me being like, my heart was, you shouldn't have done it like that. Well, why? And it's because I wouldn't have done it like that. Well, it's like, well, your way's not always right, Polly. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was one of the mistakes that I made, and it, and it led to a couple pretty big arguments um, and things that, you know, were worse than they they, they had to be. <laughs> yeah, there was one situation without going into too much detail for the sake of time. There was one situation that we really didn't handle great in dating from start to finish. And I I had a, a huge part to play in that. And just of how I communicated in that situation from the beginning, I didn't communicate it well, which led to a lot of our worst sides coming out uh, in terms of uh, me not wanting to talk about things and Pauline may be uh, too aggressive in certain things and bitterness may be coming in and unforgiveness. So we had to wrestle with that situation in our dating relationship. Um, and it took us to, it took us longer than it needed to, to resolve the issue. Yeah, counseling, and I think, a lot of I think it's because time. we didn't, we didn't know how to, for most of our relationship, it was all good, all peachy cream, but we didn't know how, when there was a big issue, how do we, handle it maturely and move on and we also didn't realize that at the time that whatever you're arguing about most times it's not really the thing you're arguing about you're arguing about expectations or lack or unmet expectations and there was unmet expectations that happened in a, that situation that we didn't realize we didn't address and that kept perpetuating itself and the issue kept coming up because we never dealt with the root so for anyone who may be dating right now and they're just, everything is great, but there's just this one area where we're not seeing eye to eye, we're not getting along. Ask yourself, have we ever really talked about the root of the issue? Have we actually addressed that? Or are we just talking about what he said or what she said or what he did or what she did? 
but did we talk about how that made me feel and how that made me feel like you didn't trust me or you neglected me or yeah. you don't love me or you whatever like make sure when you're arguing you're getting to the root of issues not just what is on the surface because that's how you truly move forward and find breakthrough yeah and that's one of the if you're kind of wondering well how do i know if we're if we're at the root of it or if, or if we're not if you you'll know that there's deeper issues that haven't been addressed if you keep walking around the same mountains and you keep having the same arguments about the same topic and that was us for years it was like I don't like this I don't like that and it's like it's not really about you know the symptom it was more about you know like the source of the issue and it was I I know for me it was like I felt betrayed I felt like you didn't trust me um and you know that's really what it was it wasn't really about like this person looked at me wrong or this 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 that it was like you know because people look at you wrong all the time and you get over it because you're like i don't care <laughs> so it's like what about this issue has bothered you so much um but yeah that was a big thing and then you know in that situation and the expectations me learning that like i expected tim's friendships to look like mine and i have if you guys don't know i have a twin brother and obviously i've seen my brother's friendships growing up very closely but I I wasn't I didn't have a heart of a learner again and I was I was more like through that situation I learned how male friendships are so much more different than female friendships versus like girls go on the phone gab 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 all day long and guys are not like that it's more of like they play you know like games together and like interact you know what's up guys always like have each other's back just because like it's not really about like i understand every decision that tommy made so that's why i have his back it's like that's my boy i made that decision five years ago i'm gonna have his back sure i wouldn't do what he did but i'm also not gonna force him to explain himself to me because that's disrespectful and guys you know are big on respect that's like they're kind of their mutual thing like they might not like tim may not like what another man does but he will respect him and he expects of course like a man to respect him as well but women are not like that women are more of like I need to understand and I need to know that this was the right thing a lot of girls don't even break up other friendships because they're like I don't like what you did so you can't be my girl anymore and Tim was like I don't understand like that's her life let her let her do her thing and you you do your thing <laughs> yeah no, that's good. So we talked about mistakes, but we did some things, right? We did some things all but right. Only by the grace of God. Yes, not because we're perfect or anything, it was just by God's grace. So let's get into that. So I feel like one of the things we did well was set boundaries. Yeah. From and not always from the jump, right? We talked about that. We didn't always set the right boundary up front, but we did do a good job of course correcting and be like, all right, let's set a boundary here. So whether it was not kissing for us. We decided that we didn't want to be in the house alone together because of our past. We just felt like if we're laying on the couch, Netflix and chilling, that's going to lead somewhere because the spirit is willing to not have sex, but that flesh is weak, boy. Yeah, so that was a no for us. Um, we, we, our whole thing was we don't want to just have rules for rule's sake. Again, we're not about being legalistic, but we did want to make sure that if for some reason we tripped and fell, or if and when we tripped and fell, we did not sin, essentially. Like, how far out can we put the boundaries so that if we do have a mistake, it's not, yeah, it's not damaging to us personally or the relationship. And at the end of the day, we did that because we wanted, at the core of us, 
We wanted to please God with our relationship above all else, above having premarital sex, above arguing and yelling and calling each other outside of our names, above getting married, whatever it was. We wanted to honor God with our relationship. So that was the driving force behind our boundaries. And I say that because I want you guys to think about that when you're setting boundaries with your partner. Hey, we're not doing this because we want to be legalistic. We're not doing this because we want to be perfect Christians. We're doing this because we want to honor God and we want to do it the best way possible. Yeah. So that was really our heart. And that really helped us because some of our boundaries were tough. And there were some days where we didn't want to honor our boundaries. But yeah. our heart and our why was strong. Was the, yeah. And that's so great what you said because a lot of times people do go back and forth with us about is kissing wrong? Is kissing bad? Is this, that? Like, should we in the household? All these different boundaries. And I'll tell you guys right now, none of it matters if your heart is not in the right place. Because guess what? We're not going to be there, your mom and dad, your mentors, whoever you are doing it for. If it's not for God, it won't stand at the end of the day. And even like we have a pretty disciplined lifestyle. And we can always be more disciplined. We have a pretty disciplined lifestyle of like fasting and prayer. And we have since we got married. Um, and I think it's because we go to a great church with great leaders who have started that example for us and we wanted to carry that into our lives but anyway all I have to say um I think a lot of times you know at my job people will be like oh wow because if I'm at work and I'm fasting and they go to lunch and this has happened to Tim countless times she was like oh I'm, you know I'm good I'm not gonna get anything at lunch or like it's like really it's free and I'm like yeah you know like I'm not eating right now <laughs> like it's okay um, but I would just say, like, my coworkers would be really, like, impressed, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so disciplined, you're so this, you're so that, like, people will bring in donuts and Chick-fil-A breakfast, and, like, all, it happens always the weeks that you're fasting. It just is temptation from the enemy. But anyway, all at the same, that discipline, we do that because we want to be closer to God. And the same thing happens with our, you know, boundaries in our relationship, even our boundaries now we have, cause guys, guess what? Boundaries don't go away when you get married. They even get more intense if we want to be honest. Um, and even the boundary of like not looking at somebody, you know, in a certain way or, or, um, of course, so I remember like not sleeping and kissing somebody you're not married to and those types of things. Like, yes, I, I want to honor Tim and that boundary, but even more than Tim, I want to honor God. And if, because there's days where me and Tim don't get along and there um, we haven't been married for very long. I'm sure there's going to be an, an opportunity and attack from the enemy or temptation one day where it's like, yeah, girl, you could, you know, do whatever, whatever. And I may be like, yeah, me and Tim are going to fight and I don't really care to honor him today. But if I always honor God, it will always protect my marriage. Yeah. Um, so that has to be your why. And if it's not your why, um, definitely kind of meditate on that and talk to the Holy Spirit about that. Maybe there's some bitterness, unforgiveness, repentance that you need to do and know that God loves you and um, that, you know, any rules that he is leading you to do, it's for your good. Um, no, nobody has ever built a strong life off of infidelity and lack of boundaries, <laughs> um, you know, and so there's, that's just something that you want to. Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback off some of the things you wrote. And okay. then we can kind of move forward with the video. So you put intentionality. I agree with that. I feel like we did a good job being intentional, whether it being having a date night every week, whether it being talking on the phone in some facet every day. And I'm not. we're not saying these things are necessarily things you should be doing. We're just saying this is what helped for us. Uh, so we made sure we talked on the phone at least some part of every day. We made sure... Uh, we, have, we have monthly meetings. Yeah, we made sure we have monthly meetings to make... Hey, 
how am I doing as your boyfriend? Like, are we good? Like, are we still on the same page? We're still happy here? Like, whatever. Um, so we, we try to do our best to be intentional. Do you want to talk more about that? Or Yeah, and I think that it helped us be proactive with a lot of things. Being intentional and being proactive does not necessarily prevent problems, but it gives you a space to expect them. And I, the verse that comes to mind is the one that um, Jesus says that... Um, that you will have trouble in this world. Um, it's a guarantee, pretty much. Um, and you know, just because you're a Christian, like you said earlier, doesn't mean that you know your life is easy. It just means you know that you are close to Christ and you want to be like Him. So I think that being intentional, having meetings, having date nights, having conversations, it's because it's like. I think we were very aware of our humanness, and some people think that oh, I'm a Christian, I love God today, or I lo I've loved God well this past month. But they're not aware that they have flesh and like there's yeah. no margin and like we were talking about that applies to finances and you know all these other things as well. I think we also respected how hard relationships are. So yeah. dating is not easy. It's not something that you're just gonna wake up and know how to do. It's something you gotta work at. It's something you gotta communicate constantly right. with your partner about hey how we're doing. And that only amplifies once you get married. Right. So everything we did in dating, we've just taken to another level in marriage. And I'm grateful for the groundwork that we laid in intentionality in dating because now when we're married, it's not like, oh, I can't believe we got to do this. It's like, you know, we've been doing this. Again. Let's keep running the play. Yeah, we got our reps in, you know, when we were dating because imagine we tried to start a date night as parents. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. and that's why if you're dating right now and you don't have intentional date nights, I'm not just talking about y'all happen to be at the same event, y'all kicking it, y'all happen to just hanging out at the crib. Like, do y'all have intentional times on your calendar? Hey, Every Thursday night, every Friday night, every Saturday night, whatever your night is, this is our date night where we're making sure we have undivided attention for each other. Because I know a lot of couples who don't do that in dating, and then they get married, and date night is a struggle for them. Yeah. And we don't want that for you. Yeah, because there's too much, like, the enemy really, he will work at destroying your marriage. Um, I mean, he is maybe even be working, you know, in your dating relationship now, depending on kind of what's going on. But you have to, you have to play defense. Yeah. Um, the best defense is a great offense. And here's why date night is crucial, and then we'll move on. Date night is crucial because life gets busy. Life gets real. It's really easy during the week to not really have a, a real conversation with your yeah. spouse. Or it's really just check up. Like, hey, did you do that? Did you pick up the kids here? Did you do this thing at work? Yeah, How was that? Well, yeah. But you're not really talking about dreams. You're not really talking about what's on your heart. What are you learning? So that's why date nights are good because you have that space to do that. And to get to know each other. And it's kind of like the whole, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. And if you're not watering your marriage or your relationship, your dating relationship, it's not going to grow. Um, you're either growing closer together or further apart. That's a fact. Um, but you have to put in the time and create the space to do that and that's how people look up and you know they're divorced or they look up and they're like, I don't even know my spouse because they spent all this time watering their kids and watering their career watering you know their physical bodies or whatever the case is and they, they didn't water their marriage yeah so the other thing that was success was mentors we tried to keep them involved especially early on we were trying to figure out should we date this person should we marry this person uh, that was big, making sure that we weren't just going about it ourselves, but we, have, ourselves we had family, much, yeah. we had friends, we had a bunch of people who were confirming, hey, you two should be together. Mm -hmm. um, and then community was big as well. 
And like we said, we wish we would have done earlier as far as we wish we would have found other dating couples who we could be friends with earlier because we didn't know any. So what we decided to do was start a connect group just for dating couples. And we actually met some friends that we're still friends with today um, that are married now or engaged about to be married from that group in 2016. So it was crazy because we felt like we didn't have any friends. We decided to serve. The Bible says to make friends, make yourself friendly. Yeah. So we decided to be friendly, host a connect group, and we actually met friends through that. Other people made friends through that. And that's how we started ministry, whatever you want to call this thing that we're doing right now, trying to help you. We started that through connect our connect group just because we felt like we didn't have any friends. And that's one of the things we love about our connect group, which we're doing in the fall, by the way. We're excited. We're coming back, baby. Is you build a lot of great friendships. Whether you guys make it in your dating relationship or not, you're going to make some good homegirls and homeboys yeah, through the connect group. You guys are not going to make it. And it's going to be for a good reason. Yeah. But yeah, that's, and we'll do a video on that too of like kind of the heart behind this whole page yeah. podcast that we have. Why do y'all do just dating? We're going to tell you in another video. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last thing, you put this and you can go and do kind of a hot fire, rapid fire. You put keeping the hot big, fire. keeping the big picture clear. What does that mean? So, uh, some poetic I really think it means, I meant like keeping our eyes on the prize. And it's kind of interesting because it touches on one of the mistakes that you put on as far as us, us focusing too much on marriage. I felt like it was, that's what I mean. It was like, we're dating to get married. That's the big picture. That's the we end You weren't just goal. kicking it. Yeah. We, we wasn't I just never, dating for seven years. No plan. Yeah, I was, I never sat around thinking like, am I going to be dating this guy for the next 10 years? Like, are we ever going to get married? I never worried about that. I, that thought never crossed my mind. I always felt like you did a great job affirming me and affirming us being together, saying, like, I can't wait to marry you one day. Um, and obviously, you know, and sometimes that was comforting to hear. A lot of times I'm like, where is this ring? Like, what's going on? Um, but, yeah, I never I, – I felt like we were always headed in the same direction. Um, and I know just from talking to other couples and other girls, like, they don't know that. They're like, I don't know if my boyfriend ever wants to get married. Or my boyfriend has told me he doesn't want to get married. It was like, well, what are you guys doing? It's kind of like window shopping. And you're, like, trying on clothes. And then you, like, walk up to the register and you tell them, I don't have any money. And it's like, well, get out of here. <laughs> like, I can't help you. Yeah. Um, so that's what I meant by keeping the big future clear. That's good. I Again, I know we kind of went on the extreme at times in the beginning but i also think just in the grand scheme of things that there's so many couples out here who have no idea what they're doing they're having kids they're buying houses but they don't talk about marriage Mm -hmm. yeah that's good so we hope this has been helpful for you we just bared our souls and two different episodes and two different episodes if this was helpful if you enjoyed it please let us know in the comments we would love to hear your thoughts we would love to hear if this encouraged you at all and if you want to see more content like this we would love to to know yeah so thank you for watching another episode of the w podcast we'll see y'all next week